0: Alright you guys, thank you for joining me. Um, Season 2. This is episode 6 on Keeping It Real with Tommy Trill. I'm getting ready to talk to you guys about something that's been kind of on my mind and going on for the past, uh, I don't know, maybe a year or so. And that is anxiety and I have started doing um, a session on mental health. Well, I'm going to incorporate anxiety and in the Bible into this one, okay? So, I want to first say that there are um scriptures that you can go to that will help you and say certain things about anxiety in the Bible. And I'm just going to go on with what I have here in my notes. Okay. If you have anyone amongst you that is sick, you need to pray over them. You need to anoint them with oil in the name of Jesus. Prayer and faith offers healing and a sin and prayer will be forgiven. So you can confess your sins to one another and pray for one another. So you may ask, what is anxiety? And that's something that a lot of people suffer from. And the quarantine has probably doubled or tripled those numbers and just so, so that you know that you're not alone I suffer from anxiety at times not all the time but in recent months maybe a little more than ever before in my life with the mask and all the extra stuff that they have us doing it's heightening our senses making us feel like Things that we don't want to happen are happening, and sometimes that's what anxiety is. So, anxiety is a natural response from our body to the stresses that life may bring, and you may also feel a huge rush of apprehension or fear about the things that you are getting ready to witness or be a part of, and you may become nervous or anxious. Anxiety is an emotion of tension possible to raise your blood pressure which is a physical change and you may also want to avoid situations that because they may cause you stress or your body goes into high alert. Anxiety is not known to be curable but it's manageable and the symptoms may include but are not limited to restlessness, tension, nervousness, uh, feelings of being in panic, Having dread or feeling like you may be in danger, which may cause, may last uh, weeks to months or maybe even years for some people. Sometimes it can interfere with your normal life. And some adults or children may experience panic attacks or sweats or shakes. Sometimes you may experience cramps or dizziness and some other things that you may experience. If you guys have anything, any other uh experiences that you may want to share, you can put it in the comments. Um, sometimes people lose control or even they, they have a fear of dying as a result of anxiety. Some people may have frequent trips to the hospital, frequent trips to emergency rooms and stuff like that. So types of anxiety may include... The fear of being trapped, which is agoraphobia. Um, generalized anxiety is G-A-D, GAD. Where a lot of times activities or events may stress you out. Or you may suffer from OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. Or you may also... Um, Have to perform certain rituals like counting things and washing your hands obsessively, making sure you lock your doors, checking windows and stuff of that nature. Those are signs of OCD, which can be a part of having anxiety. Sometimes you may suffer from PTSD, also known as post-traumatic stress disorder, which are triggered by an event or something that could happen in your life, like war maybe, or a natural disaster like the pandemic that we're living through right now, or even trauma. Um, Selective mutism, where you may avoid being mute. And that's like, mutes usually can't hear or talk, but where you avoid talking in certain situations, you may not want to talk in public. Some people suffer from that. Um, School events and work and stuff of that nature may be affected by anxiety as well. You may suffer from separation anxiety disorder, which we would call SAD, S-A-D, which usually is something that's common in children when they're being separated from close others or maybe their parents or guardians. They have a separation anxiety, which is also another huge form of anxiety. Um... Some people may suffer from claustrophobia, which is a fear of being in a small space, or arachnophobia, which is a fear of spiders or something like that. Um, you know, some of us don't know why we suffer from those things, but they probably are a result of having anxiety. I have a fear of small spaces. It's like the air gets thin and I'm breathing all hard and stuff like that, not knowing if I'm going to be able to breathe. I have to have the windows down when I'm in the backseat of a car. So I think some of those are examples of being claustrophobic, too. I'm not really afraid of spiders, but I'm afraid of a lot of the... the, uh, I'm not afraid of it, but I just don't want it in my presence, which are, you know, rodents and stuff like that. I really don't like that. But I don't feel the fear that some people feel when it comes to spiders and ants and stuff. But I know that people do have that. And they like to call that arachnophobia. So, um, we can't pinpoint exactly what causes anxiety, but the Bible says, don't be anxious about anything, but bring everything in prayer and supplication and thanksgiving and let your requests be made and known to God. So if you feel anxious, you must let God know what's going on and let God know your troubles. And um, let them guide you. A good word will make you glad. Anxiety in your heart weighs you down. Even the strongest person is not immune to worry, but um, the time we require may reinforce you and let you know that um, God is there and stuff like that, is there to help you. He's always there. So some people may turn to music or books or entertainment for comfort, but I'm here to advise you to turn to the Bible for your comfort. Uh Okay. Something happened, but we're going to continue. Okay, uh, um, Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. And I will strengthen you and help you. And I will always uphold you in your righteousness. So, if you're being righteous. you seeking out help. Turn to the Bible because these times and days that we're living in, people are doing whatever it is that they need to do to be able to get money for bills or whatever it is. And sometimes people do other things like robbing and stealing, hitting people over the head. A lot of those things are unacceptable. Most of them are unacceptable. Um, Psalms 94 and 19 says when anxiety is great within you, your consolation is, Brought joy. So God's consolation brings you joy when you have a lot of anxiety within you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Now, if you believe in God, you also believe in yourself. Because yourself is your strength as well. So you may wanna look deep within for consolation and make sure that you are not suffering alone, that you you have God and you know that God swells within you. You Created in God's image and likeness. So you should be able to, you know, help yourself as well as ask for help. So I like to advise people to pray when they have issues. I have seen prayer work. I normally don't talk about things, uh, you know, prayer and stuff like that in my podcast. But I believe that um, prayer is a great thing to talk about right now because all of these disorders that people are suffering from during this time and a lot of times we don't know what to do and I'm here to advise you to um prayer to pray so when you feel anxious your body goes into high alert looking for danger and stuff like that again you get in get on your knees in prayer you might pray um you may pray aloud you may pray you know however it is you may have a prayer room or however it is that you do it now i also want to touch on um another way that we need to get over things that's going on during this um pandemic and that's also being healthy being optimistic, looking for the, the best in things because we don't know why the world had to be done the way that it's done. You know, we just don't know. So we want to be able to um, turn ourselves from, being, from having anxiety to having great joy and being able to depend on God and depend on others. Now, it's great to have a support group, if you don't have a support group, you might want to call, you know, close others. You might want to talk to a therapist. Or you can, you know, call your mother, your sister, whoever it is that you turn to when you have an issue. Because the way things are set up now, they want people to be alone. They don't want you to visit your relatives. And they say that, the, you know, if you don't live in this household, then you shouldn't be visiting this household. And things like that. And sometimes it's just really, really hard for people. Because a lot of people are used to being around others. And not being able to be around others sometimes could make people depressed. Now, if you don't have a support group, you can... um, You know, you look for ways to talk to someone and things like that. So, when you're looking for a support group, the things that you are looking for are people or a person that will provide you with types of help. Some are non-professional. Um, Some of them have material already ready for you, you know, things that they may read to you, things that they may offer you. Now, you can share information. You can talk to people. Just get it out, whatever it is that you're going through, because... You just don't want to suffer in silence and you don't want to suffer by, by yourself. Now, uh, different types of support groups are, um, sometimes people may need a support group for an addiction that they may have because during this time, your addictions might get a little bit worse. You know, you might turn to drugs or alcohol or Whatever it is that you turn to whenever you need a support group. So they have emotional support groups, which are pretty much what we need during this time. Then they have uh, addiction support groups. They have um, health and fitness support groups. You know, some, some support groups are um, peer support groups. Some people call would like to talk to someone that has experience in that field that they're going through. Some people have degrees in helping and stuff like that, you know, if you need to call alcoholics anonymous or something like that, mothers against drunk drivers, you just don't know what it is you might need support with. So I feel like it's great to be able to call someone and talk to them and let them know, "Hey, I'm going through this." And then maybe they might offer support. Maybe they'd be able to offer you some resources. Maybe you might end up going to um, a place that may change your life. You know? So, um, also, you can go to a mental health practitioner, which sometimes they come in the form of a psychologists or social workers or somebody that's religious. You might want to go to your church but whatever you do do not suffer in silence because you know it's just not a healthy thing and some people think that you're gonna get criticism and things like that but you would rather get criticized than to um not be able to support not be able to get the support that you want you may want to go to a support group that's an email or a chat room group or a forum where you don't have to show your face and that's also okay. Okay, so you can be anonymous, but you do not need to be embarrassed. You you do need to face the challenges that you are going through and trust me, there are a lot of things that you can do to get help out there. So, um I again, I appreciate you for Joining us for tapping in. Hopefully, you downloading this thing. Hopefully, you're sharing, liking, and subscribing, or leaving comments. I would like for you guys to tap in to also uh, become get an interview from me or an interview from a co-host. You know, we're going to be going into, we just started season two, but we are gonna we might make season two a little short. Season one was sort of long, but we're going into um, more sponsorships and things like that. So we're going to be looking out for more entrepreneurs. And if you are um, any type of entrepreneur, even if you have a job, even if you are a stay-at-home parent, or if you're someone that's, you know, just around living your life and you have some experience or whatever that case is, then I would like for you to tap in to get an interview. Because here at Keeping It Real with Tommy Trill, we like to let everyone get a chance to be on our platform. So you can also contact me at Tommy Trill at com. You can call me if you ever need to talk, if you need someone to... Listen, I will be there to listen. You can give me a call at 510-898-6323 or you if you can uh request prayer. You can go to my podcast. I mean, I'm sorry. You could go to my Facebook where I'm Tommy Blanco there. You can go to Instagram Tommy Trill TV, Twitter Tommy Trill TV, most of the other platforms on Tommy Trill TV. You could call um, my access number for the prayer line is 425-436-6368. And you would put in the number um, 872-8781 for the access code. Feel free to inbox me, set up a time to give prayer, set up a time to talk, whatever it is. If you need me to help you find resources. Then I'm here. Keeping it real with Tommy Trio. Thanks and see you next time.